You're listening to highlights from the creative process interview with Jack Thorne. To listen to the full interview or hear more about the creative process projects, please visit www.creativeprocess.info. I just always felt like stories were a safe place. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that, yeah, because no matter what uh, children or whatever the characters go through, dark, like dark places, but there's always this resolution, which is... It's quite nice. <laughs> oh, sometimes there isn't, but but yeah. the, but the, the the idea that 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 there are um, that there are places to escape to, that there are um, big thoughts to think about, that that life is more than playground politics. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, I always found very um, very uh, uh, helpful to me. You know. And what has uh, one? What has adaptations taught you about the writing process? Perhaps what have you you know learned along the way doing that? And then you know, then the the level of care in terms of the fans, the readers, and uh, how. how um, you the, 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 I mean, it, sort of adaptation come in two different forms for me. Um, one is when a a book has been well adapted before. So when a book has had many lives, mm-hmm. so I did Christmas Carol, for instance, yes. and um, Christmas Carol has been done, you know, 400,000 times mm-hmm. on many, many different, in many, many different forms. So it didn't feel like I needed to have a fidelity to the book. Um, it felt like I needed to tell my version of Christmas Carol, that that's what I'd been entrusted to do with His Dark Materials. It was His Dark Materials' first foray into television, Television felt like a really, really good form to tell the story in. It felt like an important form to tell the story in. And so, um, and so in that case, it was like, uh, okay, I need to work out a way to, um, to, to really be loyal to these books because these books are, are so special mm-hmm. and so wonderfully written. And I need to, I need to, um, uh, do my best by uh, you know that the, 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 I haven't been entrusted to write my version of his star materials I've been invited to write the version of his star materials and in that case your job is very different and um, and I've learned so much through doing it I've learned so much about what sort of writer I want to be um, and I've learned so much about um, about the you know Philip is brilliant mm-hmm. and uh, to get to to be able to study his work for this length of time, I've been I've been doing it for longer than anyone would do a PhD. So I mean, like you know, I've been working on Philip Pullman, and um, and uh, and I I feel like it's really grown me as a writer. I hope it's really grown me as a writer. Usually, they wouldn't be improvising your scripts too much because it's they're very well like plotted stories. But do you sometimes get, you know, when you see an actor embody or, or when different elements of different your collaborators come in and do something else with it, have you been like surprised or how has that taken your magic, you know, did you see other possibilities? I, I see I see quite a lot. We we I mean we used improvisation quite a lot in the Eddie. Um uh we used uh, and I I mean one of my um key collaborators over the years has been this filmmaker Shane Meadows, mm-hmm. um who's a genius. Um, and Shane used a lot of improvisation in his work. Um, and uh, Shane has always, um, Shane has always been of the opinion that you just sort of uh, wind people up and let them go. And 
and that we have a structure, we have a very rigid structure, we have a story we're telling very carefully, but, um, but, that's, but that there has to be room for the actors to, to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. And that must be as you're writing. So, I mean, it's, an, that, it's a, a doubly an imaginative process. You have your words or you're, and you're leaving space for, say, the music to be put in at the end or the way the lighting and the design and the costume will fill it. So you have to imagine oh, I'll hold back because they'll do that part. So how do you, I mean, do you write extra and then you like, take it out or how, how do you? Yeah, the, I think the way is always to make it perfect in your head. Uh-huh. And so to write as much as possible that you can, that, to give a mood, mm-hmm. but to be aware and content with the idea that um, uh, directors and uh, DOPs and actors and composers and everyone else will bring their own artistry to it and that they will change the story you're telling. And I love that. So I, 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 I love that bit of the process. I don't want to be a novelist. I like, I like working with other people. I really like it. I love telling stories. I love telling stories on stage. I love telling stories on radio. I love telling stories on film. You know, there's lots of different ways to tell things. I do like the longer form of telly. Um, I don't think the Eddie could work uh, as a film. Um, uh, I don't think his style materials, I think his style materials has got such breadth that it, it was very difficult to make it work as a film. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that, that was a real struggle for them because, because, uh, because there was such density to Philip's writing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, but, um, you know, we, uh, and, and long form telly has the advantage of time, um, mm-hmm. uh, which is a huge advantage. Character is hard because when you're creating a character, you're trying to be specific, not universal, and that you hope that the character you can create specifically would um, that, 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 that you're that you're able to you're able to do that wherever that character is from. But you're always learning questions, and my experience on the Eddie, for instance, was one where. We had uh, Andre and Amanda, the, the two leads, um, brought up questions of African-American identity that I was struggling to answer. And, um, and I, I had to ask for an African-American writer to become part of our team, our writer's team. We had a diverse team already, um, but we didn't have an African-American writer on the team. And, um, and so we brought in Philip House because I was drowning trying to write them. I, I, I just wasn't getting it right. And, um, and Philip really transformed the work and, and did a huge amount of good for us. And it's interesting as an outsider writing about something. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the Eddie, I was trying to write a story about Paris. But part of the reason why I was trying to write a story about Paris was because I was aware where London and, and New York were going. And I thought there was an interesting story to tell about cities and to tell about exclusion and tell about this, there's an exclusivity to Paris because of that ring road. It's changed the makeup of the city and that felt something interesting to explore for where London's going, for where New York's going, for where modern cities in general are going um, with how we deal with with, um, hegemony. Then when a writers like J.K. Rowling or Philip Pullman or whatever, when when they're there, are, did they like I don't know it's the screening process. Like what are they asking you before you can be invited into the project? How closely are they um, 
collaborators in that sense. It's a weird thing because there's not like they don't come and sit there and interview you and go, you know, so, um, uh, you know, uh, what's the name of Harry's mother? And <laughs> if, you don't, if you're not able to answer, then you don't get the gig. Um, uh, you know, they don't quiz you in that respect. Yeah. Um, they're trying to get a sense of you and they're trying to get a sense of whether you can fit in their world. And so you have these conversations and, you know, um, meeting Joe, JK Rowling, was one of like, you know, you, you, we went up to see her in Edinburgh, John and I, John Tiffany and I, she'd already met John Tiffany before, so she knew him and she was meeting me for the first time and she was as nervous as we were. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, she wanted to get on. She wanted us to get on. And so, you know, it wasn't like she was sitting there like John Humphreys going, you know, what's, you know, what's, what are you about? She was much more sort of like discussing, you know, uh, uh, what school was like for us or, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, it was a much more open and and, and beautiful discussion. But are you acting out your kind of scripts as you go no 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 they just live in my head yeah because right. it's it's interesting how you how you can keep all of those people there without <laughs> i do wonder how you know even... they're very vivid i think you know what i mean like you know and i think that's just practice i don't think that's sort of anything you know i think it's just that that i've written so many scripts that i know what someone sounds like you know that um i've just been rewriting voiceovers for um for his time materials and and we were just swapping, trying different characters out in the in, 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 for this this voiceover that we might use in, in the show, and um, and uh, you know I'm writing those different characters, I'm writing those pieces in different ways. It's actually really quite fun because you're just you, you're just playing with what information is 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 there and and uh, and how it's used. You know, what are some ways that you might like to in, improve this current system so that we could have a better tomorrow? Just to just constantly being forced it to think diverse thoughts do you know what i mean like you know that i i think that there we are in danger you know we've got rich white men running the world and yet we've got a multicultural society that's not being observed properly and that's and that was my thing about the eddie that do you know what i mean that you know that i felt like paris was just sort of in love with itself and not necessarily thinking no i think that's unfair i don't mean that do you know what i mean that you know i just think that that thing of just not being aware of what story your city was telling. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I think in London, we're not aware of what we're doing. I don't think, I, I think we're not aware that we're shipping people out. And so we're changing the story and the truth of what we live. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, and I think that that thing of just constantly thinking about, um, you know, constantly being, uh, constantly having your empathy challenged, I think is the most important way of living life. Want to get involved with exhibitions or interviews? Email us at team at creativeprocess.info. Thank you for listening.